Do you take off all your clothes? Only but I go to the bathroom? No. Only in the house. It's not, it's not, that's not like a crazy question. It's not a crazy if, question. If I'm in my own apartment and it's and it's one that's worthy, I get naked. At home, I'm always <laughs> naked. <laughs> not all I'm, the time. Because sometimes it's a You rush. take off all of your clothes whenever you go. Well, to the first bathroom. of all, when I'm taking the uh, we're not live, bro. <laughs> this is actually really good. Are you recording? I'm recording it now, okay. yeah. I'm right, gonna have to beep that out. Yeah, that's fine. Well, Keep first going, of all, yeah. when I go to the bathroom, it's usually like right when I wake up or right when I'm getting home to go somewhere else. So I'm already taking most of my clothes off and either hopping in the shower anyway. So, so you shower right after you use the other. Uh, most you, of you the time, not really? always, but I'm taking my underwear off because I need to like stretch my legs out a mm. little bit. No, get, and then I have my little uh, yeah, like a power squat thing going on. I got I the little the potty squatty. The <laughs> oh yeah, you potty. do have a squatty potty. Yes. You, you were studying on Instagram when you uh, when you got there. Or was it Snapchat? I wasn't the two. first one with it though. Garrett Putman put me on, man. I saw it. <laughs> wow. Shout out, game game drop, shout out to man. G. <laughs> Wait, what is that? Yeah. So it's like a the, the way I guess like human physiology works is you it opens up your colon better when your feet are elevated like all the toilets like in japan they're on the ground like not all of them but a lot of them in japan are on the ground from what i've heard yeah. which is like a hole that you squat over right and because of the way your body works it makes it easier to feel like everything is gone it comes out a lot easier right so the squatty potty is the way to kind of bring that concept to our already established toilets because obviously our toilets are off the ground but it brings your your knees up so that way it lets everything go yes easier. sir so basically, I'm going to summarize the movie you just uh, illustrated, <laughs> and it's a footstool. It basically is, yeah. <laughs> okay, so. but it's designed to like fit, so it's it's snug around the toilet. It's not like in the middle of the way. Like, cause, uh, I, I feel bad. I'm like, I'm going to shout out my girlfriend here. We have like a cooler that I have that she she made for me when we were in uh, in college, right? She like designed it. Yeah. And she uses that to go to the bathroom. She has Crohn's disease, and so like my baby to, sister has Crohn's. Yeah, she's oh, so the, going to the bathroom is already like a chore for her. Yeah. But it makes it easier when you have you know that that foot elevation. So, but instead of getting a squatty potty because you know we don't have money like you, John, we <laughs> sorry fifteen dollars. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I, I, I got other ways to spend my fifteen dollars. So should we get a cooler, and she, I've never used it because I'm not that flexible like that. So I, I think it takes some stretching. To get, I don't have time to do that before I uh, before I go to the bathroom. But she swears by it. She doesn't go to the bathroom without it yeah you can't knock until you try it man yeah and but then I, try try taking at least one start off with one article of clothing i will say there have like, been doesn't times your shirt get in the way <laughs> I, I, was, I will say there wow. have been times where I've, I've taken my shirt off if i'm in the comfort of my own home but if i'm outside there's no way i'm yeah because if you're in a public place where are you putting your clothes first of all i didn't say i get naked in a public place I said it sounds like when i'm at home i said when i'm never taken a number two out in public I have, but I don't get naked in public. All right, that's all we want to know. We just want to know when are you getting naked? <laughs> I said, when I'm at home, I'm always naked. <laughs> okay. But doesn't that leave to the thought that when you're outside, you're sometimes naked? Because no, you use the word doesn't. always. It doesn't. Right. If at home, I'm always naked. In public, I am blank naked. No. I, no, I am no naked. <laughs> do you know how, do you know John, how I feel in the place work? Like you can't assume what I do just because I said um, I get naked at home. That doesn't mean have anything. I do to do wish with I do wish there sometimes I can take my pants off when I'm in public because sometimes like guys are messy sometimes when they use the bathroom and sometimes on the public restrooms you see they got like the drops on the floor. 
right in front of the toilet. It's rough. People, if it's, so, if it's I don't want my nasty. I don't want my pants to get dirty, and so sometimes like I'll like take one leg off and keep lift up my pants calf. up. Yeah, keep, keep them up at the calf. But see, not everyone has the kind of calf length that you have, Bubby. You're six foot eight, man. <laughs> Your calves are each like three feet long. <laughs> now, if you if you listen to other podcasts, you know that my height has changed for the fifth time. They I can be anything between six three and seven. Foot. You're not six. Who ever said six three? <laughs> Y'all be in here joking around. Saying, oh, you're only six three. I said seven foot every single time. Yeah, uh, seven. <laughs> foot six eight. We're definitely not going to the other side of that spectrum i think i think every six, week eight. you get like a foot taller but i don't know about any shorter all right that's fine but i always feel like it's like whenever i you know go to the bathroom in a public space i don't want my pants to get there i always feel like i'm getting like other people's it's tough waste man. on my pants it's tough you just gotta sometimes you just it's just a squat <laughs> <laughs> it just depends on where you're at at home though listen and the door is open too, unless I have company. Really? Yeah. See, I can't do that because my dog c- comes into. The- <laughs> See, in my room, I have a roommate, so I get a hard oh, time. Yeah, and that, and yeah. Spud pushes the door open though. Mm-hmm. Like if I don't, if I don't lock it, yeah, it's gonna latch. Yeah, Spud will push it open, and then I look like the bad guy who just poops with the door open, and it's not my fault. And I can't say, reach the door. Yeah, the- I, I mean, I, I come close, but if I do, then it's definitely a squat. Like right. I'm not cheek to seat closing the door. Like right. my arms aren't that long. That's fair. Yeah. Oh man, do you guys pee in the shower? Yeah. I pee in the shower. Yeah. All right. I just didn't want to be the first one. <laughs> <laughs> I let John. I let John test the water first. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't often, but there's like, if I'm in the shower, I'm not gonna get out soaking wet and then lift up the toilet right. seat. If you gotta pee. go, yeah. Like you know, we already in there. Although to be honest, there are sometimes where I plan for it. Like if I if I'm wow. going to take a shower and I need to pee, I'm like, well, I'll just go kick things off. And then everything kind of washes. Once I turn the faucet on, you know, it's all all bets are off. Everything is is gone away. Yeah. So if I'm really angry when I take a shower, then I then I will too sometimes. Yeah. Because then I, you know I'm pissed. So. <laughs> <laughs> How far are we gonna go with this conversation? I don't know. We're about we're about <laughs> think we should six stop minutes in. <laughs> Welcome to Somewhat Sports. <laughs> really putting the somewhat in this one today, huh? I'm John Dennis. You may know me from Overnights, oh, ninety-seven point five WPCV. Joining me as always, Bubby Johnson. NCAA Division II basketball player, national champion. Oh, here we go. Sorry, okay, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta throw it out there, man. It's part of the title. It's like once you, you can become like a doctor and then like a lawyer. You gotta add all the the titles at the end of it. Uh, and then also joining me as always, John Williams, also NCAA Division II basketball player, South uh, was it South Southern? Con- I can't remember the name of the conference. What's the conference again? Come on, man, you went to the school. Yeah, man. I don't remember. it's been a long time. You worked at the athletic office. Come You're right. On, man. <laughs> Sunshine State. Sunshine State. That's the one. Yeah. Sunshine State. Sunshine For anybody who doesn't know what happens is John Williams also forgot the conference. So he did all that to buy himself more time. To think about it, get the gears turning. What what, what is the name of the conference? It's smart, man. I know it's SSC. I It was a great point. How could I ever forget that? Great point. You're right. It's part of the title because it's the only championship he has the South Sunshine State Conference Championship. Anyways, transition. How many of them do I know? Now listen. Okay, so I have a question. Okay. All right. So since we're talking about rings and all that stuff, and obviously you get a ring for someone when you get married. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, there's only one larger commitment than to marriage. Okay. And that's Bryce Harper's <laughs> new contract. That he's 13 years. Golly, man. I, f- I felt the way about it at first. Then I realized it wasn't as bad because you got <laughs> you to gotta think about like his plans, like, if he after this thirteen year contract, if he never signs one again and retires, he's what like forty. 
I, I think he's what 24 now 25 26 Around I can't remember age. he may just want to say look i just want guaranteed money 20 something 22 23 yeah. million a year and ride this out listen like, man, I'll, you, <laughs> I'll stay anywhere for 23 million dollars a year yeah 13 years bring it on baby i'm ready now all right so he's 26 so he'll be 29 30 when it's over no, what do you mean, 30? What? 40. I mean, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> 30, <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? I'm sorry. He'll be 39, <laughs> 40 on, when, it, when it's done. But let's be honest. Like, people, have you ever spoke to someone, you know, they come and they tell you where they work, and they're like, oh, yeah, I've been there for seven years. You're like, oh, wow, that's a long time. Oh, yeah. I've been there for 10 years. Oh, wow, that's a long time. Yeah. Or people talk about how they're celebrating their 15th year anniversary for right. a wedding. I, people that, at my job have been there for 30 years, 30 plus yeah. years sometimes. But that's also not, like, I don't think they signed up for that to start. No. Like, you know, if it happens, great. We we fall into this. Sure. But 13 years up front. And maybe this is just me because I'm a Nationals fan. You know, Bryce Harper was the one name that I knew. Now I have to go back and learn other baseball <laughs> players. Like, I have to. I have to. Like, this isn't fair to me. Like, I, He did say he was going to bring a title back to D.C., though. So, exactly. Hey. So how does he do that? He <laughs> Do I have to wait till year fourteen? Like, Listen, not, like when am he I was, getting that? He wasn't price? getting twenty two million a year before that. That interview was hilarious, by the way, because everybody's like, I'm, "Yeah, he's just so used to like, saying you, it." You play for us now. <laughs> I feel bad. Like that bad. response he's is just, just so like automated. Yeah, that's really yeah. what it is. I feel bad for him. Give automated response number two. <laughs> no effort. <laughs> Honestly, that's really what it, what it comes yeah. down to with a lot of these like players. That's why I. I love player interviews when they're honest. Like, I don't know if you guys saw the Antonio Brown interview. Yeah. <laughs> I, saw, like, I, I saw some highlights of it, and it was honestly, I mean, it was so refreshing to see, you know, an athlete come out and say, this is how I feel on like, God's honest truth, you know? Yeah. You don't really get a whole lot a whole lot of that, especially, you know, play, and it's not just players. Coaches do the same thing where it's like everything needs to be prim, polished, whatever the PR manager says I need to say in this situation. Everything's coached and polished and it's just, you know, you can see it right there with Bryce Harper saying, I'm going to bring a championship to, to D.C. He's been saying that for so long, you know, because he's a PR machine, you know. And I, I I long for the day where these guys can come out and just be honest and open all the time and not have to worry about damaging, you know, the brand or whatever it is. To me, like, those guys are out there to, to play basketball, play football, play baseball, whatever it is. And I want to get these guys, like, honest thoughts. And I feel like you don't really get a whole lot of that but very often. It's because they're there to make money. Yeah. They're not trying to mess that up. That's true. Like it's easy to it's easy to say, gosh, just say what you want to say right. from the beginning. But if you know that there's a chance that that could mess up your your upcoming money, right. you're, you're not going to say everything you want. That's why I think he's able to make that mistake because he's pretty much set. So right. Well, at this point, like, what are you going to do? Not pay me like, yeah. you know, like, like $23 million dollars a year for the next 13 years? Good I think luck. more than anything, though, it goes back to what we talked about Zion last week. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's all about the image that you're selling yourself as. Right. Like, guys like Bryce Harper are not going to be able to tell you whatever they want because that's not the image that they paint themselves as. Like, mm -hmm. and A.B., we, that's, we get what we get with. You know what I mean? Like, guys like him, Terrell Owens, like, those those flashier guys, yeah. that kind of goes with their image. Right. You know what I mean? Like, the Chad Johnson. So, it's okay for me to kind of tell you how I feel. Gilbert Arenas, whose social media I love, by the way. Sure. Like, he, if, if you haven't followed him, He's a good follow, yeah. it is hilarious. <laughs> but it's it's never disrespectful, and it's always accurate. Right. He just finds a great way of putting it. So, like, those type of guys, if, if that's your image, I can... I can sell however I want. If that's my image, like, it's fine for me at that point. Exactly. Now, one thing I want to get into real quick. I know it's, you know, not really football season, but football, you know, whenever something like, especially this time of year, whenever something little pops up, it's always 
yeah, something to be interested in. Uh, word on the street. And I know you always got to take these words on the street with a grain of salt. And the latest word on the street, Josh Rosen being shopped by the Cardinals. So that way they can take Kyler Murray number one overall. Again, you know, it's all pre-draft talk. A lot of it could be smokescreen, you know, saying to like some of these, you know, teams who are in the, you know, two to, to 10 range, hey, if you want, take Kyler Murray, make us a good offer and we'll give you the number one overall pick. Mm. You know, a lot of it could be posturing and there's always, you know, to see what you can get. Exactly. But I just want to be, I don't know if, if I want to say forthcoming, but we wish you'd say something. I just want to say <laughs> that I had it first, okay? A couple weeks ago, I said that the Cardinals should shop Josh Rosen, get some value on him, and then pick up Kyler Murray. Because Cliff Kingsbury said, hey, he's not worthy of the number one overall pick. Granted, he said it whether he's a Texas Tech, but he said it. And I'm glad he's going to be about it. If it's actually true, I think it's a good move. I think it's a good idea. I still stand by the fact I don't. Why? Because I'm a big believer in before you renovate the kitchen... You fix the hole in the roof. They have bigger problems to worry about than, like, they just got this, they just got a new quarterback. You spent a, a first-round pick on him. Mm-hmm. And without even giving him a, a, a fair chance to see what he's capable of, you throw it all away. When you can use that first pick, We and I know we're going to touch on this, we're looking at a NFL combine where we see defensive linemen Running four fours. That is pretty good. And we see linebackers posting Four-threes. running back and wide receiver speeds. Like, it's I like know. our weakness is defense. And you got guys like Bosa. You got guys like uh, Mississippi State's, the, the guy who ran the four, uh, Sweat. Sweat, yeah, yeah. You know, you got, you got these big talents. You got big cornerbacks. You got fast cornerbacks. You got all these skills. It is positions. a defensive heavy draft. Yeah, it's really And that's your weakness. End. You've got a hole in your roof. Why are you not fixing it? But conversely, though, I will say that if there is so much defensive talent to choose from, why don't you find a guy who, at a position that isn't necessarily as deep at the top of the draft where you know you can get them and then a lot of this, you know, a lot of these defensive guys are going to fall. Some of these guys will slip through the cracks, and you might be able to get it on the turnaround back at a, you know, at thirty-three. I mean, if that's the risk you want to take to, to get, so, to get the so new stove, to get the new stove, and to get the, the granite top and the backsplash. Roof, yeah, if you want, if you want to go and get you a new backsplash, just hope that you, it ain't a rainstorm coming because that roof needs. Fixing. That's all I'm saying. But if they take the risk, I just hope they don't take it with the Redskins. I don't want him. I, okay, I don't so if Rosen, you don't so want don't, him, so don't make it. No, if you don't want him, then why? Why would? Why should the Redskins or not? Why would should the Cardinals want him? Because you wanted him last year. When but you that drafted was a, it's a different, him. it's a different the coaching Redskins staff. Didn't draft him. He, a, they drafted. It's him. a different coaching staff. The hey, guy he man. might want to come in and get his guy. You can't blame him for that. I can't. But if if I'm a Cardinals fan, then. And I'm not, and I'm not saying that Rosen won't be a good quarterback. He I'm won't. saying I do not want to be the team. Like I didn't draft him, so I don't want to give away another draft pick to figure out if he's worth it. But if I spent that draft pick, I mean, clearly they saw something in him when they drafted him. But that was a previous coach, though. I mean, yeah, but the coach is not the only person who drafts no, a player. You're right. So I mean, I feel like maybe there's enough for you. Listen, fix the roof. I'm leaving it at that. I look at my roof. Look at my roof. Look at my roof. 
But see, the thing is that the quarterback position is so important. If you're talking about fixing a leaky roof, that is the roof fix, in my opinion. You look at look at the Cleveland Browns. They had all of these pieces. They were really good defensively. They had all of these guys on the offensive side of the football that were really, really good. They, came they were in. still really bad. And then one Baker Mayfield later, they're a decent, Don't. I would say good team, but they're a pretty decent team now. Don't give it like Baker Mayfield came in by himself. He didn't. I'm not uh, saying I'm not he say didn't. because they got a lot of defensive pieces. Miles sure. Garrett came back as well. Like they got a lot of pieces that came along with Baker. It wasn't like the whole team was together. Right. Then they went out and got him, and we saw like this big change. Right. So he didn't come in alone, is what I'm saying. I agree with that, but the thing is, like a good like court- their defense. Okay, a defensive <laughs> lineman coming in is uh, that runs a four four isn't going to get your team four or five wins. I'm sorry, it's not going to happen. You need a quarterback if you're going to do something like that. But and you if got you, a quarterback. You Spent your draft pick on it, but the thing is, if the if the guy okay who is coaching the team says this guy is not good, we want a guy who is better for the long term prospects of our team. You can't fault the guy for shipping Josh Rosen off for a, you know third second uh, second round pick no, to get not, not at all I, I to get agree. a quarterback that he wants. And, and if you think that's what's best, but that was the same narrative before when he had to justify the year before right. why we're taking a quarterback so early. Wasn't that the same conversation that this is important? We. This is the draft class of all the top quarterbacks coming out of it. And, you know, we got to find our guy for the future. You just had this conversation when you took Rosen. So now you're just pulling up the same reports and saying them again, but inserting a different name here. I just don't think that, like, you, can, you can't keep running to the next hot thing. You got to try to build a team instead of looking for, like, that one piece that's just going to come in and change it. I don't know. If any one piece can come in and change it, it's a really good quarterback. And you think Kyler Murray is that? I think he's got a really good skill set, and I think that if they have a coach who can maximize that talent, I think that I mean that could get them four or five wins going forward, and you can build your defense in the later rounds of the draft, especially if you get a second round pick this season for 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 Josh Rosen. For Josh Rosen, we'll see what happens. We All I'm saying is, Redskins, if by chance you stumble upon this podcast, don't don't be the ones to give them the trade. Please don't. <laughs> you don't want Josh Rosen. Mm-mm. Then why should they want Josh Rosen? Man, you want Tannehill? That's what it is. I know it is. That's all right, baby. Mm-mm. Just say it. We'll mm-hmm. train him to you, man. Fourth we'll pick. talk later. We'll talk. <laughs> Speaking of being shopped, Derek Carr also uh, reportedly being shopped around. I know you and I got in a little uh, argument here about Derek Carr versus Tannehill. John, what do you think? I want to know what you think in this debate because I already have my position and Bubby has his, but I want to know what you think. I don't know, but I'm kind of curious as to why you keep trying to shop <laughs> Tannehill to, to Bubby. Because we're in a rebuild period. Tannehill, 30 years old. He's on the latter half of his career. We need to start from scratch. I'm all in on tanking for Tua this uh, season. Okay, because okay, it was just sounding like you was trying to sabotage his team. No, 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 no. no. Tannehill, all, I think Tannehill is a decent quarterback. I really do. I think that you know he needs he needs a good team around him to to flourish. But I think skill set wise, I think he's better than than Derek Carr. And I think that if they're going to be going through this off season, if they think they're you know a quarterback away, like Bubby, you think the the Redskins are a quarterback away? I think. We're a quarterback and a healthy roster away. We've we've run into a lot of injuries. I like our I like our defense. I want to see what we're going to end up doing um, in our secondary. Right. But we got a lot of pieces to fill. I'm going to miss my boy DJ Swearinger. You know what I mean? It's we we got some pieces to fill, but we do need a quarterback. Yeah, one Tannehill will fix all of your problems. Just send a fourth round pick our way. <laughs> I'll talk to to my guys in the Aqua and Orange building, and uh, we'll get it going, man. Together. Well, We'll get you guys an NFC East title. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> emphasis on somewhat. Not too much sports today, guys. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're right. So, transitioning a little bit. We talked about the combine. What do you think about 
some of these guys. DK Metcalf is an absolute monster. If you don't know, he's a wideout from, was it Old Miss? Mm-hmm. And he posted some monster numbers. Bubby, can you remind me what the numbers are? Well, first, I just want to say that you use the word wide receiver, but I don't know exactly if we can call this guy a wide receiver. Uh, he looks like a tight end. Or a monster. <laughs> or, or, yeah, like. <laughs> he, he, that dude is like, he's wide, man. So, as a wide receiver, he ran a 4 3 3. Which right. makes sense. That's I mean that's a good wide yeah, receiver. A good speed, yeah. His vertical jump is 40, 40 and a half. The oh, wow, which is amazing. Yeah, so that's same probably as you. Yeah, that's probably yeah, same a, as you. a little lower than me, but thank you, John. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> his broad jump one hundred and thirty four, uh, three cone drill seven point three eight four uh, twenty yard shuffle four point five. Now these are all good numbers for a wide receiver. Really good numbers. You know, right. he's, without a doubt, going to be. Top three wide receiver, sure. In my opinion, yeah, absolutely. But that, with those kind of numbers, at least you know on the on the measurable side, exactly yeah. on paper. But what's scary is when it comes to the reps on the bench press. <laughs> tell tell me first off, how much does he, does he weigh? Could you tell me that first before we go into the bench press numbers? Does it say there two twenty eight? That is a big. He doesn't look two twenty eight. Nah, because he's only six three though, so he looks a lot. He looks stopping. bigger than two twenty eight. Looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> And don't get me wrong, some of the pictures that you've seen on social media yeah. are Photoshop. Like, I, some of those are Photoshop. Because I've seen yeah. him, like, live. Like, I, I, nobody else said that, but I was kind of like, I'm going to just let it ride because I like the memes. So yeah. Some of the it, photos bro. are Photoshop. All right. Are you sure? No, yeah. yeah, some of them are. Yeah. No, no, but man. he still did bench press 27 times. 225 at 27 reps. That's like offensive lineman number. No, honestly, it is. That's insane. Like, it's better than some tight ends. Yeah. A lot of tight ends. Like when it comes to measurables, that dude is off the charts. It is insane. I think at this point in life, like sports, obviously, but it's just like there's no limit on anything. There's no, there's no way to. I don't want to say this, but identify yourself anymore because from a position standpoint, yeah, from yeah. a position standpoint, because if you even look at it in like if you look at it in sports, like I mean in different sports, like right. basketball, you got big men who can shoot threes. Right. <clears throat> you got guards who play above the rim. You got the Nuggets, probably best playmaker is their center. Right. And now you got wide receivers who look like linebackers at defense alignment. You got defense alignment running as fast as wide receivers and running backs. Like, literally, what are you supposed to do other than be born by a demigod? Like, how do you, how do you make it? How <laughs> do you all like Hercules the, yeah, like, the field. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't stand a chance. I was never going to get drafted, bro, in anything. Look at this. Listen. And he'll never make as much money as Bryce Hoffer. <laughs> no matter what. I don't know, man. With the endorsement deals that guy might get. If he, if well, he Bryce has endorsement, deal, endorsement deals also. You're right. But, I mean. He'll never make as much as him. Probably not. <laughs> you get The upper echelon of baseball, because there's no salary cap, yes. has way more than than anything football can provide. That's why you got to kind of make your. But I feel like a solid football player is making more than, like, you, you know, you're, then you're probably per year. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, when you get but, to the, t- the top tier. Yeah, but you know how I feel about wide receivers. Like They're only so valuable to a championship team. Like, You're right, because how relevant have the Giants been with Odell? And he's well, supposed to be a top like, five wide receiver. So many other t- <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, you well, know for Okay, fan. Actually, yeah, that is because that is a good a good point. But, you know, when we we talked about this before. Like, you look at all like the teams who won the Super Bowl. There's never been like a... A superstar wide receiver on right. the team. There's very few teams that have done it. So, like, how valuable are we looking at him right now? Like, how valuable is he going to be to a team that 
is looking to win the championship. So he could change it. He might. You're right. I mean, when you look at the the closest ones that I could think of is like you know Julio on the on the Falcons. That team is not the same without Julio Jones. It's just not. Yeah. Right. You know, but you do need competent quarterback play and other pieces around him. You know, I think that you needed like a Mohamed Sanu if you were going to make that kind of championship run a couple of years ago. Uh, then you talk about T.O., you know, I think about when he was with the Eagles, he was really good and he had competent quarterback playing Donovan McNabb. Again, he was hurt. And I think that if he wasn't hurt, they might have won that championship. But I think that's probably it that I can think of. You know, when you think of like the premier names, wide receiver wise in the NFL, you think of like DeAndre Hopkins, like they have yet to, I don't think they even won a playoff game with DeAndre Hopkins. And now they have Deshaun Watson there, you know, that might change. But that yeah. only, only gets you so far. Calvin Johnson, I don't. I mean, he may have made the playoffs what once, twice in his career. I don't remember. Yeah. You know, and, just, he, and he had Matt Stafford, who's by all accounts a, a decent quarterback, if nothing else. So, how much does a, a star wide receiver do? Since Antonio Brown has been with <laughs> with the Steelers, they haven't really done a whole. I mean, they made the playoffs, obviously, but they've never even gone to the Super Bowl. So, mm-hmm. arguably, like the most athletic players on the field, but. The way football is set up is so tough for them to take over a game. Like there's right. so many things that they depend on yeah. for, for that to happen. So Yeah, because when you when you look at it, I mean, at the end of the day, you can be a the best wide receiver in the league. Mm-hmm. But if you're double covered the entire time, like what you have to go elsewhere with the football. Like right. you have there has to be another a rest of the team, right. you know, that has to pick up that slack if they're gonna commit, you know, a, let's say you know, a safety and a and a corner to to covering the best wide receiver on the field. You need more than just a, a star wide receiver. That's why it's so important to have a great quarterback, which makes it a roof. Okay, Bobby? <laughs> you need a good quarterback because he needs to be able to spread the ball around effectively and maximize the talent on the offensive end of the football. But hey, you know, whatever. Hey, all I want to say is anybody who knows about structuring, the most important is always your foundation, your base. So right. I believe that the quarterback should honestly be more of your base, and your roof would be mm-hmm. the finishing touch. But I would say cute. the base is more, that was cute. Is more is more trench play, like offensive linemen. <laughs> but Mm-mm. that's your, that's that's the, the pillars holding up mm-hmm. the building. Oh, the foundation got to mm-hmm. be your quarterback. But it's fine. I don't know. Are we, are we gonna say, is, this, is that what this conversation is going to be? You're drawing parallels between <laughs> <laughs> construction and and. Uh, <laughs> in offensive rosters and then team construction. Yeah, we'll talk about this later. Somewhat. <laughs> exactly right. All right, let's transition to basketball. We're about halfway through the podcast here, and I do want to talk about some basketball stuff. Uh, number one, I am interested to see what you guys think about the whole Kyrie thing. Celtics. I know John's itching. He, I, I know you want to go <laughs> ahead. You got to take for a little bit. I'm not the one to say like I told you so. So I'm not gonna say it. But the Celtics, I, I watch because I watched that game when they played the Rockets. I made sure I watched it from beginning <laughs> to end just right. to, to make sure. Like, because when you watch the highlights, sometimes you just see what like you you see Kyrie dribble and make a bad move. And, right. And you the, you don't get to see like how the the yeah. offense form their game plan or how they decide to play against a certain right. you know. So scheme. I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt. So I watched the whole thing, and every single time that he went to the bench for long periods of time, it seems like all those guys who showed up when they were playing Cleveland last year, right? Like Jalen Brown, Taylor uh, Rozier, they were playing so much more, so much better. The crowd was into it more. Mm-hmm. They were playing more lively, like. I think that it's it's just something about when he's on the court, and that's not necessarily to say that you know he's a great player and that they don't need him. But I think the team dynamic is completely different when he's on the court, and I don't think 
he is the leader that he thinks he is. Not saying he doesn't have it in him, but I don't think he's at that point where he can lead a team. Well, that's and that's the thing. Like he's trying to do, he's trying to galvanize. He's been trying to galvanize that roster in Cleveland the way LeBron galvanized that Cavaliers roster. Or sorry, Kyrie is trying to galvanize the Celtics roster the way LeBron did with the Cleveland roster. And the thing is that LeBron James is considered by many to be a top two basketball player all time. People were, have been saying that he's, you know, the closest thing to Jordan for the last, you know, basically 10 years or so at this point. So when you have that kind of cloud behind you, it's easier for the rest of your team to say, yeah, let's listen to what this guy has to say. He's won championships. He won a couple of championships with the Heat, especially when he went back to, to Cleveland, mm-hmm. you know, whereas Kyrie was always considered to be like the second fiddle in, in Cleveland. He's a, a great player in his own right. I would say he's, you know, a, a top five point guard in the league and has been for the last five or six years. But do you have something to say about that, Bobby? I'm interested in taking five or six years is a long, long time. But I, I, I see where you're going. I'm following you. Okay, I appreciate I'm, that. I'm I, just, I, I saw your face there for a second. I wanted to make sure. It was like my, it's like me thinking about the last five or six years. <laughs> who would I put over? Not really a disagreement. Just thinking. I appreciate that. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, <laughs> But at the same time, like Kyrie has never been, he wasn't the leader of that Cleveland team. And you, you need, I think, a certain amount of clout behind you in order to enforce that kind of culture in a locker room. And when you have all these guys who had so much success without having that guy there, it's like, what are you, what are you doing? Why are you, what, what makes you the authority on, on what it takes to win a championship? Yeah. And not only having that clout, like you actually need to show it on, on and off the court. So when you're doing your post-game interviews and you're, and you're giving short answers, you're saying, we just got to play better. They're looking at, at you like, right. is, is that your best answer? Like, is that really what you think we need to be doing? Like, right. you know, take some initiative and, and kind of put some onus on, on yourself. Exactly. I think it's interesting. He's kind of taking the... Uh the Kevin Durant route now of like bashing the media whenever something comes up. Here's a, here's a quote he? for you. Yeah. I didn't really come into this game for there to be cameras in my face, be famous, be a celebrity. So it's a little hard for me. I wanted those things when I was younger, but at this point in my career, I just want to play basketball at a very, very high level. Should have stayed in Cleveland. That's what I'm saying. I mean, like you can't sit there and say, and all these rumors of him, about him going to, to New York potentially next season. You can't go to the, you know, first off, Boston is already a, a major market, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of history there. Eyes are on you when you're in Boston, you know, and, th- and now there are talks about him potentially leaving at the end of the season and going to play in, in New York. There is no bigger market in the world than New York City. It's going to be the same story and you're going to get scrutinized even more in New York when you're not performing how you should. You think Boston was bad. So. Exactly. At least Boston's won a championship in the last, you know, 10, 11 years. You know, when's the last time the Knicks won anything? <laughs> so there's, there's already, like, the, people, people are thinking he's going to come by and be the, and, and the savior in New York and get him to a championship. But actually, just as a plug, the Knicks have won a championship last year. 2K League, the Knicks team actually won the championship. So... Just because we're somewhat sports, and, I, and I'm reaching out to everybody out there. So all my people who play the 2K League and know about the 2K League because they have professional teams. Those guys were making the same amount of money as G League players for a year. The Knicks team actually won the championship. No, the player who was so playing I'm with the Knicks So I'm throwing that out there. Hey, the Knicks won. No, the player who was playing with the Knicks won. First of all, it's not a player. There's five players. They all represent a, a player the on the court. The person holding the controller won. The people 
They are a team. They are the Knicks team. Okay, well they won. The, Thank you. The, the Knicks New York. won. Are you are you done? You gotta hold on. To hey, that. listen, man. I just want. Don't be upset because y'all ain't do y'all research. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Bubby. You're welcome. Oh my god. Moving on. <laughs> Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade. Wow. Yes. Can we talk about that game winner against Golden State? <laughs> That's all I want right okay, now. Okay, wait, wait. I'm so mad that that came after we recorded the, the podcast last week. You know what? It's been so long. <laughs> it was Dwayne Braid. It was a good game winner, but he got lucky on. Like, no, 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 there's no luck involved. They, I think they, they blocked he threw it up. He, like he, <laughs> like stop. It's like skill. it shows how great he is because I, I'm a big believer in good things happen to people who deserve it. So like you know. You put all that work in so that you can make that shot, but don't act like that was a. He got blocked. But got the, the thing, like the thing that off I the backboard. I know. The thing I gave him. Bank, though, I heard the thing I gave him credit for was in his mind he was taking that shot regardless. Yeah. It wasn't like somebody passed it to him and at the last second. Well, he I, was like, all right. Well, yeah. Bet. Last time they played the Warriors, yeah. they had Deion Waiters take the last shot. Remember, I don't know if you guys watched the game. I'm, you know, I watched the Heat games. I don't know if you guys. It was a West Coast game, and it was really late. But yeah. last time they played the Warriors, they lost, I think, by four, <clears throat> or maybe less. I think it might have been two. Um, but they had Deion Waiters out there going for the win, last second shot, and he missed it. You know, but don't, Deion Waiters, I'll give him credit, has made game winning shots against Golden State before. I think a couple of years ago he did that. Yeah. So, but I think this time they're like, listen. Dwayne Wade, last dance. Let let the guy who's been there before, let yeah. the guy in his house take that shot. And he delivered. So y'all going to act like they scout. drew the play up for him? Y'all going to act like he didn't pass the ball to the man who, who yeah. did the step? I forgot whose name it was. Did the step back, couldn't get the shot off. So he passed it back to Wade with like four or five seconds. Don't try to act like but, they drew the play was a, up for Wade. No, no, no. It wasn't like they drew it up for him, but I'm just saying, like, historically, well, he's always been that guy. Like, he's never shied away from taking that shot. Exactly. Yeah, I that's the guy him. that I'm you know he made is, is I'm so happy he made it. I am, too. <laughs> it was a great It was a great shot. <laughs> and also, I think Dwayne Wade passed it to that guy first. I think Dwayne Wade drove. Dwayne yeah, Wade he passed drove it. He passed it passed away. it out. And then that guy tried to drive and then pass it back out to Dwayne Wade. So looks, I think Dwayne Wade was the first option no matter what. He ended up being the third option again on that play, but he was the first oh, option. So he passed up? Because he was covered. He tried to drive to the lane, not as quick as he used to be. He's not Flash anymore. He's Father Prime now, okay? Oh, Dwayne Brady. Yeah. D. Wade. The legend. <laughs> the GOAT. Fact, fiction, or somewhat. <laughs> is that a new, is that a Great new segue? Great segue. <laughs> So explain you. You're telling me about this game. What this? What, what game is this? How do you how do you play? All right, so because we want to get a little bit more interaction from our listeners. Yeah, be quiet, TK. Thank you, Tyler <laughs> Kelly, who who is doing a great job coaching. Yes, Wisconsin out there, Green Bay. Wisconsin Green Bay, Phoenix. They're doing they're doing pretty good. They're I, I believe they're ranked third in the Horizon League right now. Okay, um, are they gonna make the dance this year? I, I think so. That's awesome. If they they made thing, it last year, right? Two years ago. Two years ago. There's one thing, thing I learned about Link. He's a great dancer. I right. believe that. Yes. That dance. I don't know about any other dance, but we'll go there. <laughs> but Tyler Kelly has uh, gave us a great recommendation. Get a little bit more interaction with all the, the fans. We want to go with a take. So, for instance, okay, if we would have did back in the day, should the Cardinals or the Cardinals will shop Rosen right. for a pick? Fact, fiction, or somewhat? So, we'll do a, we'll do a take. We'll see if uh, you believe it. You buy it 100%. If there's no chance, you don't believe it. Or if you can see it happening, but certain things have to play out. So we'll go fact, fiction, 
or somewhat. Okay. All right. So do you have the, the first topic today? I do. Because we were talking about Kyrie, I want to see, do you guys feel the Celtics will make a deep run in the playoffs? Fact, fiction, or somewhat? Fiction. Why? Oh, you hit me with the why. Yes. Because <laughs> this trash. I thought that was the end of it. <laughs> he thought this was the simple yes or no question. It was work. Show your work. Hands, dusted him off. He was ready. I'm I'll happy see. with the way I I want I you to show today. your work. I want you to elaborate, all right? Yeah, I was never good at that part of school, man. You know, I do math. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's all it's mental. A, it's all the teacher. Right or wrong. <laughs> it's up here. Yeah. It's up here. I know it. They won't make a deep run because they're trash. Mm. They're struggling right now in the way you can you can tell how how a team is doing like the momentum going into the playoffs how they're probably going to end up playing in the playoffs. So, just from my gut, I'm going fiction because they do make the playoffs. What seed would they be? I think right now they'd be a three seed, four seed. Might have to look that up. And see. I think Toronto's above them. Milwaukee's above them. So they might they might squeak out of the first round. And get demolished in the second round. Wow, demolished. Self self implode. The gentleman sweep five one or four uh, one. I don't think they'll get swept. I think they got a lot of fight in them to. No, the gentleman sweep. It's uh, they, they uh, lose four one. Yeah, they win one game. They take one at home, maybe. Yeah, and that's it. See, so right now they are they're a fifth seed. Really? But, I yeah, behind Milwaukee, Toronto, um, Pacers, oh, yeah, Pacers, Sixers. Yeah. yeah, so they're fifth seed right so now. They will play the what? They will play Pace? Philly. Philly, which e. Philly always has trouble with Boston. But Embiid has said it. That's true. <laughs> Kyrie wasn't playing last time. Well, he played earlier. I think he played in the he played, yeah. The, the last time they played, uh, when, didn't they Boston get swept? smoked them. They got swept. I'm they? talking about this season. Not, like yeah, in not a playoffs. Season. Yeah, regular season. That's what I'm saying. Last Al Horford owns Embiid. Like he has his birth certificate in his back pocket. Yeah, but yeah. Kyrie's playing this time, and they sure. have Tobias Harris. Now as well, mm-hmm. so gotta give some credit to. We'll to see, Philly. but see, this is what upsets me, and I'm gonna say somewhat. Okay. And the reason I go somewhat here, not just to plug the the show, <laughs> but I'm gonna go somewhat because everybody talks about Kyrie being a leader, stepping right. up. Do the young guys follow him? Do they play as hard as they can? But what we take away from is Brad Stevens is still on the cups of that upper echelon coach that yeah. top tier coach in the nba we believe in it coming out of timeouts he always looks good in the playoffs i thought they did a really good job because they made some really crucial adjustments sure. I mean, they're they missing their top the two players run. and they made a pretty deep run yeah. exactly <laughs> so i think we're giving too much credit to Kyrie and the nonsense of you know is he the leader that we need it or not and we don't give enough credit to brad stevens and what i think he's gonna be able to step in and kind of assert his role as the coach sure. like he's still the heck he's still there so i think if he can get a, a grasp of the team, then they have a chance to make a deep run. So I'll go somewhat. I'll go. I actually go fact on this. I think they will all make a three? deep run. Did we get all? Yeah, three? I think we did get on the first on the United. And it wasn't wow. playing like this. I, I had fact in my mind from the beginning. Here. <laughs> uh, to me, I think that there's still plenty of season left. Um, I know Kyrie kind of looks out of it right now, but I think that no matter what, they're going to make the playoffs. And. I think at this point, the end of the season, I think Brad, Brad Stevens is a good enough coach where you can figure out what rotations he needs to make and who needs to be in the game at what time to get the most out of this roster. You know, I, I know that Gordon Hayward, you know, has started the year kind of slow, but he's still got a lot of talent. And the longer he plays throughout the season, the more he'll get back to form from what we saw in Utah. 
Okay. I don't and, think he. My bad. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. Please let me finish my take. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> I think that they have the the talent, and I think they have the coaching behind them to <clears throat> get at least back to the conference finals this year. Mm. I don't think it depends on the matchups. He said at least. I think I think it depends on the matchups, but I'm I've seen I've seen kind of this stuff before when it come, when it came to the Heat. You know, there were there were times where uh, when LeBron was on the Heat and they had the whole big three where they didn't look like a super cohesive unit. But towards the end of the season, you thought, oh, this is the year that the Pacers knock them off. Back when the Pacers had Paul George and and uh, Roy Hibbert and, and they looked really good. But when push came to shove, and when you have that kind of talent on that team, I think that they'll be able to make a, a deep run. And I think Brad Stevens is a good enough coach where he can maximize that talent. I might take him for the rest of the season to kind of get everything <laughs> together. But at this point, you know you're making the playoffs. I think that at this point, you're just testing stuff out to see what works. I do think, though, that if they if they meet up with Philly in the first round, I think that they might go towards the uh, 76ers, though, personally. Okay. So how, how are they going to make a deep run if you think it the depends on who they It win. depends on the matchup. It's not gonna if if it's not the Sixers, it's probably gonna be somebody Pacers. Pacers. I I could take I could see them taking the Pacers. Like what's a deep run? What are we what are we considering a deep run? Mm, now you want Conference now you want me to there. explain all my words and stuff like that. <laughs> they're definitely, yeah, not, making the, they're definitely not making the conference finals. You don't think so? No. I think a deep run can also be going game six game seven in the second round okay i think yeah, i think I would say so. that's competitive enough right you know you're not getting swept in the second round i think right. if they can come out of the first round make a you know compete in that second round right i i agree with john i don't think just because of how t- how tough i think the east got a little bit better this mm-hmm. year i don't really see them making the conference finals either but right. I, like i said i'm somewhat so yeah I, I, th- I think it really depends on the matchups if they get if they get the, the pacers in the first round i think that they'll be all right I think they'll beat the Pacers in a. Uh, I think they're a better coach team than the Pacers are. I think that the Pacers lack star talent. So I know they're playing really well. They're playing very cohesively, but I think overall, the coaching is better and the talent is better in Boston. And so if they take the Pacers first round, I can see them getting the second round. I see them going, you know, six or seven games of Philly. Okay, I feel like that's fair. So for the second question on fact fiction or somewhat, okay, Patrick Beverly made a loud statement. And he said, we are the best team in L.A. I told y'all. Do you agree with this? Are the Clippers the best team in, in L.A.? And, I guess to piggyback. I think the Rams are something to say about. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> and do you think this is the first year that we, or the first year in some time, that we see LeBron not in the playoffs? If the Clippers are the better team, then you know he probably will so what, so what's the question is is are, are the, the clippers, clippers the best, best basketball team in, team in la yeah um i would have a hard time arguing it i would say somewhat <laughs> <laughs> because i think that top end talent wise i think the lakers haven't beat but uh it's tough to argue with you know one team making the playoffs versus another team not making the playoffs you know what <laughs> good thing is we're gonna find out don't they play tonight i think they play tonight at 10 30. Well, well, that's awkward because it's going to be really outdated once the episode comes out tomorrow. <laughs> like, yeah, I think the Clippers are better than they get blown up. <laughs> Man, you know what? And, and this, that is why are you setting me up like that, Bob. Come on, no, I, listen. I'm agreeing. Up. I like I like the statement by Pe- by Patrick Beverly. Um, you got to have that confidence. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And he's he's been saying this for some years now. Like, you should have said the Lakers. This is the first year that he said it. But um, 
I, I don't know. I, I like what the Clippers are doing. I, two of my fancy players, Montreal Harrell and uh, Lou Will. Team. You know what I'm saying? Got to plug the fantasy team. Both of them play for the Clippers as well. They've been playing really, really good basketball. I mean, if the Clippers make the playoffs and the Lakers do not, and this is the first year in a long time that we see LeBron not in the playoffs, I feel like we have to hold that, that statement true. So I'm, I'm going to say fact. Mm. However, the Lakers are going to beat the Clippers tonight. Wow. But I do still think that the Clippers make the playoffs and the Lakers don't. But he just said, are they a better So you think they're a better team? Well, yeah. If, if I mean, if you're in the same conference, you play each other. If, if we make it and you not, that's a better overall team. Right. What if, what if you make it, but every matchup that they play, they beat you? Are you still a better team? I think that cer- certain teams can exploit weaknesses better than others. Like for yeah. for example, I would say that maybe not this season, but for the last four or five years, and I always bring this back to the Heat because that's what that's what I know. That's my team. That's the team I follow the most. But Orlando always has the Heat's number. Like in every matchup, I feel like the or the Magic always beat the Heat. But <laughs> the Magic were beating the Lakers too earlier. Yeah, like that was the only team that could beat the Lakers. Right. Exactly. It's one of the, like. <laughs> But no one would argue. Maybe this year is a little different. But in previous years, no one would argue that the the Magic were a better team than than the Heat, even if they won every time. Sometimes the teams just match up really well against other teams. That's not not to say that one is is better than the other in a singular matchup. I would say in a seven game series, who knows? But he he would definitely look bad if they came out and lost, especially if they got a bad loss, like over double digits. Yeah, but sometimes those games happen. I would honestly, I would take the Lakers in a seven game series over that. Over the Clippers. If you were to give me seven games with LeBron versus pretty much yeah. any team that isn't you know upper echelon, I would get, I would take LeBron. Yeah, and whatever um, team he's on. I don't. I don't. So I'm going to say fiction because I think the Lakers are better. Okay, Is I'm going to say fact. I, I think the Clippers. I think the Clippers are. Do we do another round table? All, all three. They're, play, they're <laughs> yeah, playing. Did you say they're playing better than the Lakers right now, but I don't think they're a better. But team. isn't that what being a better team is like? We, how long can we say? How long can we say that? They're just yo. They play eighty two games. Yeah, if you got a better record after eighty two games, like that's a lot. Let me yeah, well, let you, me let me ask you. You could question. say that about the Celtics. Like, yeah. Let, just, sorry. Let me ask you a question. If you were gifted an NBA team, someone said like, "Here's an NBA team," right? You have to win a championship in the next five years. Which team would you rather have? The Lakers or the Clippers? I mean, obviously, I'd rather have the Lakers. I'd rather have the Lakers next five years than a lot of teams just because of how young talent they are. But if you also told me that my best player was going to pick and choose when he wanted to play and that my young point guard was going to be injured for most of the season, um, Lonzo, like, right. and that we weren't going to make the playoffs, then I'm definitely going with it. Like, if, if someone gave me a cheat, sheet, a cheat sheet and said one of these teams make the playoffs and the other one doesn't, I'm taking the team that makes the playoffs. Right, but if you're talking about like this season, yeah. I want to win. But. Plain and simple, I feel like the way to like everybody's going to say, "Oh, this they have more talent." You know, they got the best player in the in the world, who I think is top three, right? Top two, top three. Right. I don't know if Le- uh, that's another topic, right. but <laughs> I don't care how great the roster looks. I want to know: Are we winning? Right. Like if guys ain't playing playing good, then I mean the Clippers are a better team. Fair enough. But you just made that argument about the Celtics going into a deep push in the playoffs like they're not playing well at all but you still have faith that they can come together and get it done when it counts so 100 percent. but so they're still a good team they're just not playing well so i'm saying no, the I lakers agree. 
are a better team than the Clippers, but they're just not playing well right now. But we were talking about if the Celtics have a chance to make a push at something that they're guaranteed. Well, they got to be good to make that push. Yeah, exactly. So. They're guaranteed a chance to make the playoffs. LeBron might not be in the playoffs, so when we going to see him make the push? Like, how long can how long do I hold my faith in him? But we're, we're talking about the Clippers and the Lakers right now. Yeah. So I think the Lakers are better, a better team. I feel it. That's fair. Do you think Luke Walton's fired at the end of the year? <laughs> Because everything that LeBron touches dies. Whether he deserves it or not, he's go- Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Except for Eric Spolstra. It's my guy, bro. Filipino Jackson. Listen, I mean, do you think Luke Walton is a... My bad. Do you think Luke Walton is a great coach? I wouldn't say he's a great coach. I think it's he's still too young to evaluate, like... Like if, if I, he, I think on the arc of his career, he's still at the beginning of it. I feel like it's unfair to say, like, oh, he's a... You know, he's, he's not an elite coach. Like, get him out of there. Well, the... I mean, there's a lot of. I'd say he's better than uh, than. Oh man, I can't remember the guy's name now. I'm drawing a blank. The guy who um, Tyron Lue. That's the one. Yeah, I think he's a better coach than Tyron Lue, and right. they won a championship with Tyron Lue. Well, you so, know how you know how the NBA works, man. Like, yeah, when you lose, well, LeBron says goes. That's the well, no, just in general, <laughs> like when you're losing, like the coach is the first person to go, right? Because we've seen other teams that have lost great coaches just because of their. Of their losing record, mm-hmm. you could get the, you could be the coach of the year and still lose your job. That's right. Yeah. So, Shout out Dwayne Casey. If, if if Luke Walton had a 2K rating in coaching, what would it be? He does, actually. And he I does. played 2K. What is it? Can I guess real quick? So it's 74. No. It's because uh, they give, when you play the MyGM and stuff like that, they give coaches like ratings sure. and like grades and stuff. He, he's like a C plus. Let me look that up I'll for you. Just C. Honestly, I think he's on like, the arc of his career, he's still yeah. on, the, on the upswing. I honestly think that because he is... First off, when he coached in the interim when Steve Kerr was was out for a couple of weeks with the Warriors, obviously, you know, that team was a cheat code. I could have coached that I team. <laughs> I know. That's why, like, does he really have, like, a, a good record with teams? I'm just, to me, personally, I think that Luke Walton still needs a couple of years to really demonstrate whether or not he's a good or a bad coach. And I feel like it's unfair to throw him under the bus for this whole LeBron thing when they kind of put all of their eggs in the we're getting Anthony Davis basket and I, you can't fault some, maybe some of the younger players for not playing to their uh, what's the word I'm looking for cohesive strengths you know when all these rumors are swirling about them not being at the end of the you know at, uh, the, not being on the team at the end of the year and it's unfair, especially with so many young guys. You know, it's gotten to the point where they're a meme. Basically, people are shouting at them when they're taking free throw shots that LeBron's going to trade you. You know, it's, that's not that's not really Luke Walton's fault, right? No, I agree. So I feel like it's it's unfair to judge the Lakers' performance on Luke Walton being there. You know, yeah. two years. It is unfair, but he's not the first that that's happened to. So. No, yeah, I mean, there's quarterbacks who are tempted to lose their job after only getting one year. You know. So that's true. It makes sense. Are you saying that Josh Rosen? I'm not one? saying anything. It's just funny how everything comes full circle, isn't it? Oh, Listen, I'm the petty ex that doesn't let anything go. Okay, I, I you said that. it. I'm bringing it up. I, I got the receipts. Let's. What's up? It's in the open. You now. said it. You're the one who's like throwing all the stuff onto the front yard. <laughs> I can't believe you've done this to me. Nah, man. All the clothes are in I, I wear too many white shirts. I can't get grass on my white shirts, man. Don't throw my stuff out the lawn, please. You hand it to me. You don't got folded. Just hand it to me. 
That's too much work to throw the clothes out. Yeah, like I feel like you're doing more work throwing clothes on the lawn than you doing throwing them in a suitcase or a bag. And it's never how it is in the movies, the music videos. Like people are looking at you like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, like. It's a bit much. Yeah, like, Look where are your idiot. neighbors? In the movies, where are my neighbors? Need some help. I got your mail for you while you were gone all week, and you go let her throw my clothes out here. Like, nobody's stopping her. And it's always in slow motion with, like, music in the background. Like, now you just hear, like, dogs barking. Yeah. <laughs> just somebody just throwing I feel shit. like by default, but, like, I feel like if my neighbor, right, if the, the lady who lives next to me threw all her husband's stuff out under the front lawn, I wouldn't touch his stuff crazy it's a come up boy <laughs> i'm gonna get new dress shirts <laughs> he doesn't really have my style i'm gonna be honest with you hey man but nah, you gotta peek I through was, it and see it. it's like a flea like, market i yeah. would say stop like i'm like yo what are you doing use my cinnamon yeah. apple <laughs> all right so. Right, well, I think that's a good place to uh, to wrap up the podcast. Oh, <laughs> I don't think you guys answered my question. Is Luke Walton at the end of, uh, coach at the end of the year? Oh, we we answered it. I don't think I don't think he did. I remember fiction. It. You say fiction, so he's still he's still here. At the no, he's fired. Oh, so fact. Oh, he said is Luke Walton is Luke Walton still, still a coach, coach at the end of the year? Oh, is he still the coach at the end yeah. of the year? Oh, so I go he, fiction too. Yeah, I think he's fired. Yeah, man. Uh, it's tough. If they don't make the playoffs, he's fired for sure. Right. If they can sneak into the playoffs at the eight seed, he's, he's fired, fired for sure. sure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's out of here. Done. Done. So. All right. Uh, you know, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say he's gonna stay coach at the end of the year. I, I got to give my boy Luke Walton some some credit on we, both situations. We got to keep fighting. One day we are gonna get all three to agree. No, probably not. <laughs> all three to agree. It wouldn't be a fun podcast. So you're right. Yeah, if we all just agree with each other yeah, all the yeah, time. Yeah, 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 that's right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. a good answer. It was just like a, like an <laughs> hour long handshake. <laughs> <laughs> it's a family feud. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. Good answer. You know, there's some terrible answers. Bro, the funniest thing is when Steve Harvey look at them like that was not a good answer. <laughs> Don't lie. <laughs> Even word that starts that with pork. He uh, really makes that show. Coupon. Yeah, he does. All right, fact or fiction? John Williams gets a Twitter. Uh, fiction. Easy. <laughs> well, you're wrong because I already have one. Ooh, plug it. Nah, I'm cool. I might change it too. <laughs> you just got you just got to start from scratch, man. I think just... the days of like having numbers in your name is over too. Yeah, that's kind of corny. Straight. So. John Dennis I, might, I might do a rebrand. There you go. My well, brand speaking of rebrand, logo's coming out soon. Wow. We are super excited Slip to get rid of the thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Every time I look at it, there's like shame that descends. It's like a dark cloud that hangs <laughs> over me. Like you're, you remember those well, like that's racist. Hold on, hold on. Because <laughs> as a racist, me and John are hanging over you. So this whole Man. dark cloud that hangs over you, are you sending shots? Because if you look at the podcast, what is he trying to say, John? Yeah, break it down. Look, the dark clouds that hang over me. Come on, man. I'll read between the lines, John. Come on. You're reading into something that's not there, bub, okay? Come on. All right, man. Hey, listen, man. This has been Bubby Johnson, your dark cloud, (laughs) man. All right. On your rainy day, this is your dark cloud. I'm just saying it's something that follows me around that I'm not a big fan of. Okay. Oh, I didn't oh. even think of that. That is mm. wow. Yeah, we need we need more uh suggestions though. We need more recommendations on, on what you yeah. wanna wanna hear in the show. So tweet at us. 
because we can't make it better if you don't tell us. That's true. Well, now that we have the the logo that should Effort. be coming out tonight, once I finish up the editing for the podcast and get it published out, mm-hmm. we're going to be able to pub- yeah, push the actual Twitter. So we actually have a somewhat sports Twitter, just at somewhat sports. Uh, I think we have a total of four followers now. Lots of clout there. <laughs> I may or may not be one of them. <laughs> I don't, actually, I don't think you are following the podcast. No, I am. Twitter, are you? I was, I was trying. Yeah, okay. it's okay. We got three. <laughs> yes. Hey, count me. We got four, baby. I love the content, guys. I also have been there. I think it's just like... <laughs> Listen, man, not a lot of guys are, are where we're at right now. That's hey, true. Bro, something to say, man. That's true. <laughs> not too many. <laughs> So, yeah, go ahead and give somewhat sports a follow. If you'd like to follow me, I'm at John Dennis Radio. It's J-O-N Dennis Radio. Bubby? It's y'all know underscore bubs, Y-A-L-K-N-O underscore B-U-B-B-S, or just look, have you smiled yet? I'm under Dwayne Braids right now. <laughs> I love oh, it. Oh, we're getting creative. Yeah, I know. Thank this is Twitter we're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Are you going to create a, a Twitter? You gonna yeah, I am. So I'm not even going to shout out the old one, but you'll see a new rebrand from me, but you can still catch me on Instagram at JLWilliams5. Right. That might get the rebrand, too, because we're not trying to have these numbers in our names. I guess it's not cool anymore. No, it used to be. Not anymore. Mm, yeah. Not anymore. That's so, what happens when you when you, when you age. join Instagram, <laughs> like when it first starts. <laughs> So, anyways, that'll do it for us. Thank you so much for listening. I had a cough there in the middle of it. Thank you so much for listening to Someone Sports. Oh, you got uh, buddy. We'll catch you next time. I'm John Dennis. That's Bubby Johnson. Wow, that's John Williams. Like, uh, let, let me be. Now I'm the only one who's introducing man. myself. Now I feel like a square. <laughs> All right, my bad for making extra editing, man. You, I'll say my name. No, nah, it's not editing. We're just gonna leave all this stuff in. <laughs> That's John Williams. That's Bubby Johnson. That's John Dennis. Yes, we got it. We'll catch you next week.